The following program is a paid commercial, which has been paid for by the advertiser, whose products and or services are featured in this program. I'm feeling the good Hey, Marvelous Melissa, we're back. We're still at Cape Fox. It's still Halloween. And we're still pirates. Yeah, I know, but we brought more with us. So welcome to Good Vibes Only, our podcast Region 19 Sped Lounge. We're really excited to be here at K-Fox, so. Yes. Yeah. And we're really in a lounge now. It, it is, it's a lounge. It's a lounge. You get it, right? I do. Yes. <laughs> and for the record, this is not, Goodbye this lounge. is coffee, so I'm, I'm a okay. pirate with coffee. Yes. Being a good pirate. Are you sure there's not rum in that? No, 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 no rum. rum. Okay. No rum. Willikers <laughs> 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 or whatever. Great. But anyhow, you know, I don't think G. Willikers is a pirate, but that's okay. No. Oh, but it sounded cute coming out of you, Miss Marvelous <laughs> oh, Melissa. Awesome, Anna. Oh, sorry, y'all. We're just—it's fun. It's we're fun. getting it. We're fun. together. It's fun. We don't get a chance to be no, together we a don't. lot. Because, yeah, we yeah, it's yeah, been too long. So, who did we bring aboard on our ship? <laughs> on our ship, yes. Well, I guess ship. the founder of the pirate ship, and that's Miss Lisa. The founder? Yeah. yeah. The founder of the pirate ship. Camp, the pirate ship. Oh, yeah. everyone so talks actually, with pirates. Yes, yeah. so actually the, the t-shirts we're wearing come from Camp Everyone Talks. Well, we'll have you talk a little bit about, because that's still very much your passion. Oh, yeah. yes. And so we were pirates for a camp this summer for our students who use assistive technology to communicate and access the world. So that's yes. amazing. Yeah, so we have Lisa McCuller here. Yes. And then I am going to say this Uh-oh. because here we go. I'm a pirate today <laughs> and I can. <laughs> so right here, this tall, beautiful woman is one of the most <laughs> oh, beautiful pirates, is one of the most influential professional oh, women. Oh, so I'm not going to start crying. One of the most influential women um, who has made such a difference in the world of special education. Well, when you. people know El Paso, when people know Region 19, they know Anna. And a lot of us are here because of her. So it is, I can't speak enough about Anna. I can keep talking about her. But <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. But yes, Anna Mondragon. Thank you. Thank you guys for having the me. Miss Marvelous yes. Melissa. And yeah, she's another one that I brought on board. I'm like, yes. Melissa, there's an opening at the service center. <laughs> I remember her as my little baby brand new diagnostician, yes. like out fresh in the world. Oh my God. And look at you now. You're here doing vodcasts. Like, I want to do everything. I want to be an Anna. <laughs> I want to be Anna when I grow up. I Don't do, do that. As much mom. as I can to be an Anna. <laughs> 10 more years. <laughs> but yes, that is who we have here. Our yes. lovely people. So we brought them yes. from our education service center and they both have a specific job that they're doing now. And this is new to Lisa because new. she's actually doing a pilot, which is really exciting. We wanted to just talk a little bit about what you guys do, what it's like at the service center as far as that support that you're giving over to and helping with our SPED directors and our special education departments across our El Paso and Hudspeth area. Yes. Really, really important. So we'll start a little bit with Lisa because this is a new pilot for you. So tell us what you originally got hired for. <laughs> Why are you at the well, service? Yeah. Right? What did you apply for? Originally. Because your, your path went like a pirate map, right? Yes. To go yes. find the treasure. Yes. So she's still on this map trying to find the treasure. Yes. So that was your journey. So prior to October, I was assistive technology specialist for Region 19. <laughs> 
and it's dear to my heart and that's yes. why I'm glad you guys are wearing the shirts from We're camp. representing. Yes. Because um, Camp Everyone Talks was a camp that we put on for students that have communication needs and it's it's just a really special thing to my heart. I've been um, involved in it probably for 20, 20 years at least. Yes. Uh, so for, for quite a while. But it's even even better because it's the last day of October, because we said it's Halloween. Yes. The last day of October is um, the last day of Augmentative Alternative Communication Month. Ooh. Oh my and gosh. So it's kind of, kind of neat that we're here wearing yes. our shirts representing camp. On the last day of the month. On the last month. day of the month. Yeah. So let's unpack a few of those words, shall we? Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was, listeners are going augmentative. What? <laughs> Let's start with augmentative. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about what assistive technology is and what you're meaning by that communication part. So assistive technology is primarily finding anything to support a kid with learning um, or working um, for our adults that are in the community. But it, it could be low tech, it could be high tech communication devices mm -hmm. uh, for kids that are having difficulties with their voice. Um, but it's all about giving kids voice. Yeah, and that access to what everybody else is able to do around yeah. them. Yes. I love so that. So that was what I was doing until a month ago. <laughs> <laughs> and then what happened? Something new and exciting. Exciting. <laughs> so, was it October or September, actually? It's probably been two months, actually. Uh, yeah, I yeah. thought September. September. Yeah. 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 yeah, so it's been so a So I joined um, a, a pilot that TEA, Te Texas Educational Agency, is doing, uh, working to support districts around the state. Uh, e uh, ESC 19 got selected one of three uh, regions to support uh, in the area of inclusion as well as in the area of MTSS. Now you're gonna make me say what MTSS <laughs> yeah, is. Start with people the are gonna start know with what MTSS is. They may need an explanation on inclusion too, but yes. definitely let's yeah. call it MTSS. And I just thought of something. Uh -oh. A chant. <laughs> a chant. Oh, a chant. MTSS is the bestest. MTSS is the bestest. MTSS is the bestest. See, that's why I brought her on board. Saying. She's she's our cheerleader. But no, sure. it is the bestest. Tell us. Lisa. Well, it's approaching learning with supporting uh, learners and educators. I think it's really important mm -hmm. that we remember that we're supporting educators. Yes. Um, by providing them supports, a system of supports to be able to support the kids in their classroom. And if they can't support them in the classroom, then they can support them uh, with outside of the classroom supports. Mm -hmm. Yes. Very nice. And, and it ties in yes. really nicely with her project. Yes, yes. we'll get yes. to her. We'll yes. get yes. to her. Well done. <laughs> and it stands for Multi-Tiered System <laughs> of Support. Correct. So, yes. I love that, though. Very yeah. cool. And then talk Very a little bit about inclusion, since you mentioned that word. you got to own it. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> well, to me, they kind of go together. I mean, yeah. it's hard to separate them out, really. But. Yeah, it goes really tight with uh, MTSS because we want our kids with disabilities to be in the classroom. We want yes. them to be in the general ed classroom right. yes. with their and general so ed peers. Providing those supports to keep them in that classroom so that they're yes. learning alongside their non-disabled peers. And I love that because what you mentioned and said several times is we're supporting the adults 
that are our adult learners in those classrooms that are bringing in the students, welcoming them, and then wondering, now what do I do? <laughs> now that I have them, now what do I do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's I, I love that now they're going to really dive into that level um, to give them the support that's needed because it really does, it needs to start with the adults first. So yeah, giving yeah. them that support. Oh, How exciting. And so we'll find out more about the pilot as it starts to... to yeah, it's just starting to get off the ground, but um, our goal is to actually work with alongside district personnel and develop uh, what they need best, what they need the most uh, in their district. So it's real collaborative with our our districts in the region, especially focusing on those rural districts and those uh, small districts. Very nice. And so and is, well, and then there's one more thing, mm-hmm. one more question. Mm-hmm. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I just want to throw this out here too. So with Lisa, you can't just help but want to hug her and play jokes on her. So that that's what I do. <laughs> Lisa's not a fan of hugs. I don't think she's a fan of jokes, but she gets it from me anyway. So she's she's used to it by now, right? Yeah. Like, why? She's amazing. And she's also known as our AT guru. Guru in addition to AAC. But are you allowed to tell us the story of <laughs> the student that you've known and that you've worked with? Because I think that is the one from New Mexico. I think that's just such an amazing story. Aww. And it talks about the power of of finding yeah, they're gonna make me cry oh yeah oh. <laughs> the power of aac and just what it can do um can you share that with us i sure can oh, um yes. I, I can share i can't share the name but yes. um uh hopefully i'll i'll turn her on to this podcast and yes. listen to it. yeah um, yes. but there was a young lady that i worked with um from the time that she was uh in early childhood so really mm-hmm. young um, in Anthony, New Mexico, mm-hmm. and she uh, uh, was a student with CP and needed a lot of support, uh, a lot of support with communication, but also physical support because she was a student that was in a wheelchair. Um, and over time, um, my role as AT specialist in that district, it was Gadsden District at the time, was to um, pull together a team to support uh, our students that have that kind of need um, right. and so alongside a speech therapist uh, occupational therapist a physical therapist I had the opportunity to work with that team as they supported her as she got older so she ultimately went through 12 years of school yes. uh, uh, now she's a young lady at New Mexico State University it is amazing she uses, she uses a communication device primarily for communication but she also uses that device to write with mm-hmm. and what's really neat about this young lady is we invited her to join us for Voice of the Mountains yes. as an advocate for uh, people that do use um, AAC devices and she shared with us her experience her um, her her struggles her mm-hmm. family struggles um, as she grew up but what's really neat about the whole situation is she's now a journalism uh, student and oh, so wow. that is amazing she writes amazing. for um, a magazine at New Mexico State University uh, she has a lot of a, a, a strong support network but it was those early interveners when she was three and four years old that really uh, got her on that track. Early, um, early. Early, early. Yes. Yeah, that's yes. where it counts. And I love that when she came to Voice of the Mountain, and, and I know one of the things that she was concerned about when she first 
you know, as you were talking about the presentation and, you know, she was very concerned people were going to ask questions that made it look like things were impossible or difficult for her. Focus on that. Like, you know, how do you do this if you're in a wheelchair? And, and you know, I think one of the things that I love that you did, you know, to help her self-advocate was this is about how you got through all of that to show everybody it isn't about my disability. It's about my diverse needs and my, my abilities and, yes. you know, my passion. And she was able to follow it. So I think that came out in, in a very strong message. Yes. And so I love yeah, that we highlighted her. I mean, I mean, for somebody so young, she's really taught me to really rethink what I thought about education with people with disabilities and really focus on the fact that sometimes our school systems are very ableist. Um, they, we focus on people that are able, not people with disabilities. Right. Yeah, yeah. the story is amazing. That is a and, story. I mean, the more we can get that story out, because it's such a reminder for everyone in life that there's always a way, and especially for us in education, right? We, yes. You know, we have the children we that, that we're working with so so hard, and it's like you don't know if you're making a crack, if you're making a <clears> dent, or anything. But just remember, there's always a way. There's a way. always going to be a way. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. and we're you know with Sped, we're around a bunch of creative think outside the box people right. so they if you uh, need help finding a way turn into the mando now the Lord, <laughs> this is the way this is the way this is always a way <laughs> in this way but yeah i mean and and our educators are amazing educators any questions always reach out to us Please um do. any of us because yes do. we we are here to help find a way <laughs> okay i will stop with that but thank you thank you thank you, thank you for asking yes yeah. We're That's a so good story blessed to have to share. you with us. Yes. It's to be shared often. Yes. Okay. Right, so I don't Melissa. know if I should even talk. To... No, because you're just going to go on and on. Exactly. And I'm probably going to cry again. And it's going to be a hot mess. So I think you should definitely. <laughs> no problem. Yes. Miss Anna Yes, Miss Super Cheryl. <laughs> Thank you for being here. So tell us a little bit about what you did before um, you got to the Education Service Center. Because you've been with Region 19 now for 12. No. How many 11 years? Or 12 Eleven years. or twelve years, right? Yeah. So before you came on board, tell us a little bit about what you did, and then the position you are in now—it's very unique as well. And was a pilot at one time. Yes. And has transformed into something that's amazing. Oh, so thank you. And I really love what I'm doing yes. now. For a lot of things that we've already talked about, and then I'll um, get to my opportunity, my lucky opportunity, to get to work with Lisa in that aspect. But so I spent 17 years in Socorro doing a variety of things. Things. my last part of my time in Socorro was as a diagnostician. So when I came to the service center, I was the evaluation consultant, child find and evaluation consultant, which is what Miss Marvelous yes. Melissa does now. Um, but within that time at the service center, TEA did pilot something called liaisons, special mm -hmm. education liaisons. And people always ask, so what is a liaison? What's your elevator speech? Because we all had to come up with kind of our elevator speech. And I always reground all of the liaison work back into our why, because we developed our own why as liaisons and we disrupt the status quo to change the trajectory. So the whole idea of the liaisons across the state is to do something differently. We've all been in special education a long time and there's these initiatives that come out and you go, oh, well, I'll use inclusion as an example. Inclusion, we're gonna do all this inclusion. It's like, but we've been in doing inclusion for 25 years and still our students are not being as right. successful. Oh, well, we're gonna try this program. We tried this mm -hmm. and we've been doing the same 
thing mm-hmm. for year after year. Or we've been having the same conversations. I mean, I was in Socorro for 17 years and 12 years at the service center. And I'm hearing some of the same things right. as my first year as a teacher. Mm-hmm. So as liaisons, it's our opportunity to come in and really use what we call design thinking to kind of change the way that we're approaching things. Right. So I'm going to go and use a quick example of design thinking through the lens of a district. So when we go in with a district and those of us at the service center, you always want to go in and you're like, okay, I'm going to tell them what to do. Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell them how to fix it. I'm going to give them a tool. And this tool works for other people. So by golly, it's going to work for this small district. But as design thinking and what Lisa gets to do now at uh, at her level, which because she's going to be working in special ed and the general ed, you know, higher level of right. superintendent and associate superintendent people is to come in and go, well, let's just try this. So what is it that you want to do? What's the goal you're trying to achieve with whatever kind of system you want to change and impact in the district for students with disabilities? And then we're like, okay, well, let's try something. Let's try a little bit. Let's practice. Let's do some empathy interviews and find out what the unmet needs are. What is that adult behavior that we really want to see in people? Because you can't change student outcomes until you address that adult behavior piece. And then we make a mistake and we're like, okay, well then that didn't work. Let's quickly fail and change it and not let's spend a whole year doing the same thing. And at the end of the year, you get to that data and go, oh, it didn't make an impact. Right. So to me, that's the exciting part is the unknown part of it. And I think that's why Lisa fits so perfectly in the work that we're doing because she has that open mind. She's like, well, let's try it. If it doesn't work, then we're going to switch it and we're going to make it fit just for this district because this district has way different dynamics and resources than this one. So what I do here, I can't go in and do the exact same thing over here. I've got to work with them and Mm -hmm. plan with them. I think for education for so long, we've done things for the districts. Right. Mm -hmm. And Lisa and I now have an opportunity to do something with, plan with the district. To me, that's the biggest and the exciting part. I love that. (laughs) I hope that answers a little bit about what we get to do. So Yeah, because if we're trying new things with our kiddos, if we're thinking outside the box, Mm -hmm. why in the world are we not doing it with our adult systems yep. you know so mm-hmm. let's let's go for it. it it's exciting it really is and it's an honor that region 19 was one of the three in texas chosen to yes. take on this project and yes the best yes. if you ask me and so. we get to work collaboratively with the liaison <clears throat> so they yeah. they get to share a lot of skills and i had the honor of attending their first meeting back in September? September, yes, we were in and Dallas. And they mm-hmm. are a smart group yeah, of individuals. Yeah, thank you. I was when I first got to meet them, I was like, Am I really sitting here? <laughs> These are like the cool people of <laughs> We always They're say so like smart. we it's, it's funny because liaisons will come in and they're like, I feel like I'm in the GT class now. Yeah. <laughs> With all the just smart liaisons, I'm like, oh, I really feel smart. But it's also challenging oh, being in yeah. that group because they're going to hold you accountable. Mm. They're going to have this same expectation. This part, yeah. And they're going to ask you questions. Like if you want mm-hmm. something, they're going to challenge you all the time. And we, awesome. when we are together, and you got to see this a little bit when we're together, mm-hmm. we are just constantly talking through stuff, brainstorming ideas, throwing out ideas and to make something happen so awesome. across the state. Iron sharpens iron. Yes, it does. I think it's going to be amazing. And it's nice because you're working from the top, but everything in mind is where it's going to land. Yes. Who it's really going to impact, where that needle's going to move, you know, for who. Yes. So I think that's always valuable when you bring that back to somebody who's at the top because you get to the top and sometimes your view is very different oh, yes. than being 
you know, hands-on and in the trenches and doing what needs to be done. So it's nice to make that connection. That's yes. what I think of with the word liaison. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. It's somebody that mediates and is between and is neutral, but can help everybody see things um, so that we're all focused on the same thing finally. Yes. Yeah. yes. Even coming from our own needs, yes. right? Focused yeah. on the same thing. And I think one of the things that's been powerful for me in learning this process is I will sit side by side with the SPED director mm -hmm. in whatever they're having to do. Because a lot of times we can go in and say, oh, well, if they would just get this part of the monitoring process done, or if they would just hold this kind of meeting with their team. But until you're actually sitting next to them right. and feeling the pressures sure. of the hundred things that are coming at them right. at one time, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, as a state agency, TEA, Texas Education Agency, oftentimes has a lot of things that they want them to do. And I always feel like they look through it from the lens of a SPED director in a big district who has a whole team of people. Mm -hmm. But then we have a SPED director here who is also the volleyball coach and bus right. driver. Exactly. And, you know, they're doing a hundred other things mm -hmm. in addition to all of the stuff as a SPED director. Yep. We need that perspective too. And you learn a lot by sitting in the district side by side with that person. And how, how lucky and blessed is that for them to have someone like that that's by their side guiding them and showing them every step I mean that's awesome I mean that, that's great for our SPED directors and I, I can't wait to see the results yes of what happens and the pilot is how how long is this pilot this particular pilot's supposed to be three years three years okay awesome yes that's cool I can't wait and to the see nice thing about it is the pilot is three years but after two years of some of the bumps in the road mm -hmm. and the learning from the Right. Regional centers that got Love selected. Yeah. Every single service center across the state of Texas will have what we call SILS, Strategic Integration Liaison. That's her right. official title. She is a and strategic. I, I don't know if you got goosebumps liaison. when she said that. <laughs> 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 strategic just, Integration woo. Liaison. I know. Oh, not that yes. part. Not that part. Oh. <laughs> the part that is actually going to roll out to all of Texas. All of Texas. Right. It's oh, going to yeah. make an impact on our. Our kids yes. in Texas. Yes. That's what so it's all, all the about. mistakes you make now are going to be so vital and important because that's where the real data and yeah. learning yes. comes from, right? Is the bumps in the road. So I yeah. love that. I think that's going to be great. And thank you so much for telling us what that acronym was immediately before I asked you. <laughs> because I'm always thinking, because it's interesting how in special education, we even say SPED, right? Yeah. Immediately we go for our acronyms because oh, yeah. we want to get to the point. <laughs> it's our vernacular. Yeah, in yeah. Special that's what we education. do. So um, thank you for doing that. But I do think it's going to be really interesting too how you pair up and then the things you bring back even into our department that then impacts how we do the things that we do in our lanes, right? Yes. And so thinking of design thinking, I've learned so much from you, Anna, when it comes to that from Stanford University. It's such a unique way of looking at things mm -hmm. and questioning things um, from, from their standpoint, from their story. I yes. love that. So you find out what people really need. Their unmet need. That's the whole mm -hmm. design thinking process is to identify what the unmet needs are. And it makes people, um, they're going to be more involved in the process because it came from them. Yes. Yeah. I think that's what's really important. So that's going to be interesting. You know what I think needs to happen on the vodcast? Eventually, <laughs> you need to have one or two of the SPED directors yes. that are involved in some of the work that we're doing. Yes. Maybe as, you know, a little later when they have some more results to say, oh, this is how it impacted yeah. me as a director. This is how it supported my uh, initiative here at the district and how it ultimately impacted the students. But that would be awesome to have yes, some of would. those directors on. We would love that. We I think that. just to follow and see what you guys are going to be doing together mm -hmm. and seeing how that impacts. Because it, it is. We're going into the schools and finding people's frustration levels 
levels are still high. Yep. And so we want to give them as much of the benefit as we can in, in, with that support so that immediately they're like, okay, I feel a little relieved. I think now I know what I'm focused on. Yep. And I can change that focus. Yeah. That'll be a good thing. Awesome. Yeah. So That's gonna as, be amazing. as we get ready to wrap up <laughs> <laughs> our session, That's I do have a question to ask. Okay. You know, just so in the position that y'all are in now and through your experience and everything, and now that you're gonna get started with, you know, and which you've always been from the from the beginning, hand side by side with our special ed directors, but what is like one piece of advice you would give them starting like now to all of our sped directors? Wow, that was a lot. I know. I it's the coffee, man. Yeah. <laughs> there is something in this coffee. I don't, I don't know. I think they need to make sure that we put people first, whether it's the kids or the adults in the classrooms, they have to design with people in mind. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Very Thank nice. Still strategic. For me, I think having them kind of set a goal. Okay. Because we talk about a lot of things that they want to get done, but actually set a goal and create an action plan to get to that goal. And then create a scoreboard. We talk a lot as you were gonna about mention scoreboard. We should have brought ours. We should have because you know the game is different when you're keeping score. There's truth to right. that. So if you set right. a goal and this is what I want to accomplish by the end of the year or the end of a semester, and I put a scoreboard out and I'm documenting some of the data and steps to get there, then it's front and center. And so every time as a sped director or as a teacher in a classroom or even students that have their own scoreboard. They know, I'm almost there. Or, oh, I'm not quite there. I need to do something a little bit differently. Uh So I think kind of setting a goal and putting it front and center so that I'm monitoring it. Right. That's my... See? Suggestion Hence to everything them. I said at the beginning of this podcast. <laughs> there you yes. have it. Oh, one little yeah, Lisa one and Anna. Little taste. <laughs> the Lisa and Anna show. <laughs> I love it. Oh, yeah. I know. Thank thanks so all. much for being here, you guys. Thank you guys for having us. Yes. Being creative enough to do a yes. podcast first, now a podcast. Yeah, no worries. Who knows excited. what else the future holds for us? <laughs> no, Never you know. Keep coffee. <laughs> No more coffee. Which they appreciate. Thanks yeah. so much for joining us. We look forward yeah. to doing this again. So this is our good vibes only, our 19th Sped Lounge here at K Fox. And marvelous Melissa, thanks again. And seriously, we needed to name your pumpkin. And I'm sure. And thank you, Super Cheryl. Couldn't be done without you. So thank you. Yes. <laughs> the Special Education Information Center is proud to provide resources and interactive features to help bridge the partnership between schools and families. Live chat with experts as we help you understand your child's disability, your rights, and what options are available to you. Spedtext.org. I'm feeling the good vibes, good vibes. The preceding program was a paid commercial, which has been paid for by the advertiser, whose products and or services are featured in this program.